0: You hem me in, behind and before, and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain it. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, that I know very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes behold my unformed substance. All, all, in your book, all written, all the days that were formed for me, When none of them as yet existed. How weighty to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. I try to count them. They are more than the sand. I come to the end. I am still with you. Thanks, Vicki.
1: A reading from the Gospel of John, the first chapter. The next day Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him about whom Moses and the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph, from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? And Philip said to him, Come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said of him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, Where did you get to know me? Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus answered, do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, very truly, I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Word of God, word of life, thanks be to God. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? This is Nathaniel's response when Philip is so excited to tell him that they have found the one, the Messiah, Jesus, the son of Joseph from Nazareth. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? I invite you, in your head maybe, to finish that sentence for yourself. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Blank. For Nathaniel, the answer was this backwards village in his mind of Nazareth. But what might be that place in the world? Or who might be those people for you? Can anything good come out of the Middle East? Can anything good come out of North Minneapolis? Can anything good come out of that politically misinformed brother-in-law of mine? I hope he's not watching. Can anything good come out of me? It's hard to admit admit it, but all of us struggle with the single stories that we can carry in our bones and in our hearts and in our minds. We play these stories like tapes on repeat, especially when we become anxious or fearful or when the stuff of life is too complicated to process in a way, in a way that feels safe. We all do it. And perhaps that's what happened to Nathaniel, too, because there's this flurry of possibility. He's invited by his friend, To follow Jesus, how could this be? What would be expected of him? What if he was disappointed again? Nathaniel dismisses Philip and blurts out his single story that nothing good can come from Nazareth. But there is a danger, we all know, in holding on to a single story so tightly. I was reminded this. I was watching a TED Talk this week by a brilliant Nigerian-born author and speaker, Chimamanda Adichie. Uh, Let me know if you'd like the link. It's wonderful. I commend it. But she says, as humans, we are all quite impressionable and vulnerable when it comes to internalizing stories, single stories. And she's so humble in this TED Talk, disclosing her own wrestling with the single stories of her childhood. See, she came from a middle-class professional family in Nigeria, and her family had, as was the norm, live-in domestic help, and Fide was the name of her family's housekeeper. He was a boy, and he came from a poor family, in a rural village. And her mom was constantly sending Fide home on the weekends with yams and rice and hand-me-down clothing. And so what pity Adichie felt for Fide and his family. And then one Saturday, she went to his village to visit And uh, Fide's mother showed her this beautifully patterned basket made of dyed raffia that his brother had made. And Adichie described being startled because it had never occurred to her that anyone in his family could produce anything of value. Their poverty, she said, was her single story of them. And so years later, she thought about Fide when she left Nigeria to study uh, at university in the United States when she was 19. And her American roommate was shocked that she could speak English. She was shocked that Adichie listened to Mariah Carey. And she was shocked that she had so many things in common with her. See, her roommate had this story in her mind about starvation and failed government and wars and catastrophe that she associated with Africa as if Africa was a country, not a continent, made up of unique countries and cultures and histories. So we, we so often see and experience life a single story. And maybe we deserve more credit, right? Maybe on our best days, we can see the world through the lens of a few more vantage points that are true and worthy. I hope so. But if you're anything like me, you see selectively and comfortably on most days. And so now I want you to consider for a moment the way That Jesus sees in this story, the way that Jesus sees Nathanael. Because there are a bunch of true things about Nathanael. One, we know that Nathanael is skeptical, he's a little careless with his words, shall we say, and he appears to be kind of waiting for life to happen under the fig tree. But the story that Jesus lifts up is this. Here is Nathanael, the one in whom there is no deceit. Just listen to the grace in that greeting. It's overwhelming. See, Nathanael isn't a single story to Jesus. Jesus has seen all of him under that fig tree. Jesus has searched for him and known him from his very beginning. Jesus is acquainted with all of his ways. And what Jesus proclaims is Nathaniel's core of honesty and integrity and desire to follow the one true God. Jesus sees a beautiful quality in him that he blesses And he cultivates as Nathaniel steps out into his calling. And so it is for us, just as we read together uh, the psalm this morning, no one here, no one in the world is a single story to God. God has known us all from the beginning. God has knit us together in our mother's womb God sees us from the inside out, better than we even see ourselves. God delights in our goodness and all of our unique parts and bits. And this is the same God who knows all about our brokenness and still abides with us under that fig tree with healing and forgiveness and calling us forward to do the same. For another. So last week, Pastor Beth wondered what we might be called to in this new year because uh, this is the new year and um, that has us as always beginning again. And in our gospel text, I hear Jesus calling his disciples to come and see great things through relationship with him, but I also hear Jesus calling us to try to see ourselves and one another in a multi-storied way what is possible what is good and hopeful and what springs forth when we dare to feel how Jesus is gazing upon us and how in imagining how Jesus is gazing upon others We are all so much more than a single story. And I have to wonder, as I've read more and as the world honors the legacy of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., if among all of his leadership and his callings and his advancement of the cause of racial justice wasn't at his core this prophetic gift for seeing people, all people, victims and oppressors alike, he saw them, and he saw and dreamt of possibility, just like Jesus did. I have to tell you with some vulnerability that this world um, of war and violence and racism and hateful rhetoric Um, In this place, I am challenged, just as you are, to see with epiphany eyes. But I am convinced that seeing has to begin with being seen, like Nathaniel. And that, that this freedom of being known and loved, that in this freedom we move out the only way we can each day, with more curiosity about others and the world, with more grace to hold more stories, with more conviction to act in big and small ways, with more connection to God's story and God's purpose, that peace and justice will widen, and yes, to move out each day with more hopefulness. So come and see, and very truly I tell you, Jesus says, you will see greater things than you have ever known before. Thanks be to our God, who gazes upon all that we are, calls us good, and invites us to help create another story. Amen.